Hi there, welcome to Tough Talks with Hits Radio Prize. I'm Paolo and in this podcast series, we'll hear from 20 different people from the LGBTQ plus community as they relive and reflect on a tough talk from their past. From sexuality to gender and identity, we'll hear from them and the person they had the conversation with. In this episode, we'll hear from Oscar, a trans man from Manchester, and his dad, Pat, as they reflect on the moment he told his family about his transition. You were a really bubbly, cheerful, fun-loving, mischievous, active kind of performer. You loved being in the middle of things. You loved entertaining. You, you, you kind of didn't stop. What I kind of remember of our relationship when I was growing up, you were very relaxed in terms of you weren't like, you know, put a dress on and do mm. this and that. Yeah, one of my favourite memories would be sitting on a Friday night on the city watching telly and Oscar would be sitting on my shoulders with uh, a bowl of water and a comb and he would fashion my hair in, in half a dozen different styles. That was, that was great It fun. was because I wasn't allowed a... <laughs> a proper boy's haircut, so all I wanted to do was kind of make design, a proper one out of mine. Design yeah. one that I wanted to. My memory of the tough talk was I'd written a letter to you and mum. You know, I said, I've made a decision and I've been unhappy for a while, and I've either got two options, and option one is. I don't want to be here anymore. And option two is my only other choice is to just live as who I actually am, which is a guy. I am going to transition um, into a man. I hope you understand and I can give you time if you need it, but I I don't have another option. Mum was you know, crying and whatever, and you were more kind of silent in the corner, not much eye contact. You kind of didn't say anything for a few hours while we talked, and that worried me. Yeah, I remember it being very difficult. In a sense, it was a relief because I could see that you were deeply distressed and deeply unhappy at times. You know, it seemed, it, it appeared to me that, well, well, of course, uh, how many times had we been to buy boy boxers? And um, yeah. and, and, and in that way, I, I was relieved. Even though you were silent for a while? Well, that is me. I mean, I am, I like to think before I, I speak, and I like to absorb things. If I'm going to say something uh, in, a, in an important conversation, it needs to be considered. What, what was also the case was that this was new and really quite anxiety producing in its own way because yeah. it was completely new territory for me. I mean, were you nervous about talking to to me and, and mum about it? Yeah, it was scarier than surgery. <laughs> telling you and mum was the scariest thing. It was a lot scarier than telling anybody else, any of my friends, um, Definitely the scariest thing I've done in my life because I was scared of oh, a billion things. Of Are they going to hate me or are they not going to believe me or not going to let me? S- something that I was conscious about was what kind of grief are they going to go through in terms of like actually grieving a daughter 
as far as I was concerned, nothing really had changed of, of real importance. You were still my child, and I could see you'd been very unhappy. And if this was the clue, if this was the explanation, and if this was the remedy for the unhappiness, then that was, that was fine. I trusted you enough to feel that you wouldn't have done this lightly. You were clearly on, you had been on a journey of self-discovery and it was full of pain and full of turmoil. I had dealt with it for, at this point, 16 years. I was we, so we, fed up. <laughs> we dealt with it for, what, an hour? Yeah, and I think <laughs> that that also, in the conversation, mm. I remember saying to you, like, this can't be as much of a shock as it is. I think maybe looking back at it now, the talk itself was, you were younger, you were desperate, we were unprepared, we had been confused for a long time. I think straight after that conversation, you started very subtly treating me oh, yeah. differently. You were starting to raise a, a son instead of a yeah. daughter, and that is something that I think has brought us very close since the conversation. Mum was very heart on her sleeve, emotional, and, and since then, I mean, now, the second I come back from uni and see her, it's, you know, my little prince, and she's, you know, <laughs> all of that. And you're like, big Scottish geese, my boy, yeah. and all yeah. of that sort of stuff. Yeah. But it, it took a while for us to, um, yeah. to get to that. It was a tough talk at the time, but what it really precipitated was a new conversation and that conversation is ongoing. Yeah. And in that sense, it was the toughness was just in the beginning yeah. of that conversation. Yeah. Looking back on it, I'd say that the important thing is to get it started yeah. and to and to make sure that you are being listened to mm. and you are listening. Yeah. And that's probably what we've learned from it. Thanks for listening to Tough Talks with Hits Radio Prides. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share the love by telling your friends, rating us five stars and subscribing wherever you get your podcasts so that you never miss an episode. If you'd like help or support about any of the things you've heard in this episode or in the series, you can reach out to Switchboard, the confidential LGBT plus helpline on 0300 330 0630 or check out hitsradio.co.uk forward slash pride. Tough Talks is produced by Reform Radio and made possible by the Audio Content Fund.